Welcome to All About the Benefits. This show is dedicated to helping you better understand the world of benefits so that you can better serve those that serve you. And now, here's your host, Lori Jewett. All right, you guys, welcome back. Today, I'm in, I'm joined by Doug Mitchell. Do you go by Doug or Douglas? Uh, Doug is fine. Okay, and you do so many awesome things that I'm going to let you introduce yourself um, <laughs> because I have some, like, some stuff I really want you to talk about that I'm, I'm pumped okay. up about. So go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us what you do. Yeah, my name is uh, Doug Mitchell. I'm a sales team consultant. Uh, I also own a company called Argenta Solar. You know, we do rooftop solar. I've been in direct sales for about 12 years now. I got my start with uh, AT&T. And uh, after getting into Apex, uh, everybody was asking me a bunch of sales team building questions. So I decided to start the Building Great Sales Teams podcast as well. So that's it in a nutshell. I, I love it. And, you know, I had whenever I, you know, you booked and I like I was looking at your and I, I listen to your podcast. I'm a regular mm-hmm. listener. So but I had all these questions I wanted to ask. And then this morning on my way to um, my enrollment, I listened to your episode that I think dropped this morning, right? The Yeah, it just dropped this morning. Yeah. So that just, it spoke to me. I, I told you before we started recording, I sent it to my management team and was like, mm-hmm. stop what you're doing and listen right now. Because, and a lot of people that will listen to this, a lot of my clients can relate to everything in that episode. Um, uh-huh. So for anybody that hasn't listened yet, I will put it the link in the in the bio because it it was just amazing. But it's about turnover and recruiting, and I it's one of those things that I felt like you were speaking directly to me because you talked about the you know small group overview process, not really a group interview, but the group overview. That's something that we do. Yeah. That literally today, my VA messaged me and was like, "Can we try it a little bit different?" And I'm glad I just listened to your podcast because I'm like, no, <laughs> <laughs> it works. It's proven. Our company's done yeah. it for like decades. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, you know, as far as people that are looking to recruit sales teams, and I want to talk about the turnover and retention as well, because you said some great things there. That was, I listened to Stuman's podcast. I listened to all the podcasts mm-hmm. and that was probably the most value packed episode of any of them. Um, I appreciate that. Yeah. For me, at least, because it, it just, it, like you were talking to me, you were reassuring me about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so as far as right now, you talked about like 2013 and 2014 in that episode. But as far as right now, because there's people and I'm guilty of it, if nobody wants to work. And I know I have clients <laughs> to say it all, all day, every day. And I think I've seen posts from you and other people, yeah. maybe not you, but uh, it's not people don't want to work. They're not you know, attracting the right people or doing it right. So exactly. what, what advice do you have of finding, you know, quality salespeople now with, you know, the craziness of the last couple of years? Well, I think first off, you have to decide what you want. You got to qualify the whole situation, right? Because people say that they want quality salespeople, but they want anybody that walks in really, right? And because they want volume, right? And so if you want quality salespeople, you're going to really have to take your time with it. You're gonna have to understand, hey, what whatever sales I'm at now, I need to be comfortable with for like the next three months. Because if you want quality people, it's going to take a lot of um vetting and time to get them there right so not only are you going to have to hire slow and fire fast you're going to to have to spend the time investing in them right because a lot of times you can't bring out that quality in them initially because they're just getting their feet under them it's a brand new business brand new vertical whatever the case is so you're going to have to educate them at first and you're going to have to let them take the time to get their their groove going a lot of my most consistent salespeople were terrible in the beginning 
but they kept at it and they had, they worked consistently. Consistency is a quality salesperson, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of people think a quality salesperson is somebody that is a loud talker, uses their hands a lot when they talk, they're an, an, an entertainer. But a lot of times that is a good salesperson and they can close deals, but they're not consistent. You know what I mean? Because that's not, that's not in their uh, character traits for whatever reason. And it can be taught, it can be worked on, it can be something that's developed, you know what I'm saying? But again, if you want a quality salesperson, you got to be okay with taking that time to get them. So how do we get them, right? And so the the tool that I'm talking about a lot right now, and that actually uh, Thomas Keenan introduced me to is Wise Hire. And I like that tool because you can run all of your sources that you're getting your applicants from. You can run them to Wise Hire. Wise Hire is your main link that you send everybody to. They fill out an application on there. And then right after the application, they have to fill out a questionnaire. And you can decide what you want that questionnaire to be. You know, are you comfortable working remote? Are you uh uh, do you need a remote position or are you comfortable working in outside sales or what, you know, kind of those questions that when you interview them at first and you ask them right away and they say, no, then the interview's over. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So you can kind of get those time, not time wasters because they're not wasting their own time. They're you're wasting your own time because you haven't pre-qualified them. And that's what those questions do for you. And then the next piece is a disc assessment that, that wires hire can build in for you. And so the first thing you do is you have your team take this disc assessment and you have your, you evaluate your top performers, where they sit in that disc. And then whenever you're hiring, you try to match them up. So basically your new applicants coming in, if they have a, a good match to a top performers disc, then that's probably a really qualified, well-qualified applicant for you. So you can start kind of weeding out the ones that have a, a low matching disc assessment, you know, and this is, again, this is, saying that you have plenty of applicants that you're able to whittle it down, right? You may put a job at, out and only get five applicants and you need to interview every single one of them because you don't have enough, right? And so that's the next piece of it. And so what we do is we we kind of have to hack it a little bit. Uh, one of our uh, recruiting assistants goes through and she looks at, okay, did they fill out the questionnaire? Okay, yes, they did. All right they can move on to the next stage. So why is hire set up kind of like uh, a CRM or go high level? You can move prospects through stages mm -hmm. and then they'll get automations based on those stages, which is really cool because this is all web-based and it's like, I think it's a 99 or 199 per job ad. So it's super cheap. And so uh, once you move them through the stages, they'll get some of those automations and stuff. And then, so you can set it up to where, okay, your assistant, they move them from, filling out the qualifying questions to doing the disc assessment. And then maybe they can't interview with you until they do the disc assessment. So what that does for you is it creates a barrier of entry, which says, Hey, if you're not willing to fill out a disc assessment in order to get a job, you're probably not good for us. That's going to be a lower quality applicant. Right. And so once you go through all the ones that did fill out disc assessments and you hire who you're going to hire and you don't hire who you're not going to hire, then you can go back to the ones that didn't fill it out and maybe you can find some diamonds in the rough that for whatever reason they didn't fill it out right mm -hmm. but you go through that weeding weeding out process so that's the real tactical and practical way to do it now in terms of attracting quality salespeople, that's going to happen and that's going to start with your company culture obviously and if, if we didn't cover core values, then we wouldn't be doing this podcast any service. So the first thing you need to decide is what are your core values? 
establish those core values and start operating by them, right? I'll give you an example. This is not easy to do. Uh, I had to make a very hard decision a couple months ago where I actually had to fire my uh, director over one of my campaigns. And he was responsible for 1.5 million in commissions per year on his campaign. And since I fired him, that campaign has gone down to 0.5, uh, uh, half a million dollars, basically. So we've lost a million dollars because I fired him, but I fired him based on core values. And, and it's crazy because in the few days after I did that, the, the sales team from that division and several other divisions, people were coming up to me or messaging me and saying, hey, we were waiting for you to do that because you've been preaching these core values for a year. And everybody knew that he was violating our core values and doing it without remorse. You know what I'm saying? Doing it without, um, and, and being corrected in the past and still not getting the memo. Right. And so he didn't align with our core values anymore. And I made that decision and they were all waiting for me to do it. Imagine if I hadn't done it, then they would have just been words on a wall. Right. And so when you do things like that, people are more inclined to bring on their friends and family. You know what I'm saying? Bring on the person that they met at a networking event or the person that they met at a, at a restaurant that is in the same vertical. It says, hey, I do that too. And this is our company. And this is you know what we're all about. You know, And a lot of that stuff gets viewed from the outside looking in and people want to be a part of it, right? Because it, it happens organically. You know, your, your sales reps or your staff or your uh, executive team will tell a story to someone and, and it basically grows organically from there. And it's, it's all going back to those core values and the culture that you're creating at your company. So that, that's kind of the, you know, you've got a mindset approach and then you've got a tactical approach on how to hire quality people. And I, I love that you brought up core values um, because that's something that uh, probably about 16-ish months ago, you know, mm-hmm. roughly a year and a half ago, we got really into the Cardone programs and we got really mm-hmm. into, you know, Apex. And when we were coming up with our core values, the most important thing that I learned and the first person that I heard say it was Natalie Workman, that she is um, part of 10X, I don't know, one of the one of the Cardone uh-huh. things. And I went to one of her events down in Phoenix and she stood up in front of the room and she said, you, you have, if you don't hire on your core values, you can't fire on your core values. Correct. And she did an exercise where she had people from the audience, you know, holler out different one of their core values. And she like tore them apart. I kept my mouth shut because I'm like, I don't want to get torn apart. And we were still working on ours at that point. But, you know, a lot of people were, you know, fun. Fun is one of ours that it's our last one. You know, we did the like the uh, neuro, you know, the NLP thing where you like put them in order. Um, But you know, fun. She tore that one apart. She said, you can't fire on fun. You can hire on fun because you can go, you know, hire a bunch of bartenders that are great, but how are you going to fire them for, you know, having fun on the drinking on the job if you hired them because they're a great bartender and they were funny, you know, right? So that was one of the biggest things for us was narrowing those down and figuring out what makes the most sense. And it's really hard that there were some people that those same week that we came up with core values and started um, you know, really talking about them a lot. We lost two two people that were some of our top producers because they did not match. We, we realized at that time mm-hmm. that they were not into it. One of them literally no. said that I'm not going to follow these core values. I don't believe it. And we're like, all right, what? Well, it's probably time. <laughs> and those are those are my favorite too because most people just they're quiet. They're like, ah, this is something that they're they're throwing up there. They're trying to shake things up. This won't last, or it'll just be words on a wall, right? 
and, and and most don't say anything. You know, they know that they're they're not aligned with the core values, but they'll just keep quiet because they'll keep the job and they'll keep things normal. You know what I'm saying? And then when you when you start actually enforcing them and you know living by them and working by them, then then the friction comes in place and you find out later on. Unfortunately, you know. So that's that's good when they say it up front. You know. Yeah, that's it what it's for. It's, it's a filter. crazy. It was that same week. But okay. Well, that just happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, so I, I love that. And I love the wise hire thing. I'm going to reach out to my um, my VA because I don't know, a couple months ago, I don't know if it was you or but people were posting all about wise hire and Apex. And I had her look mm-hmm. into it and she gave me all the information. And sorry, Sarah, I love you. Um, I didn't do anything with it. So I was yeah. like, oh, we'll deal with it later. <laughs> and I think I think it's later. I think it's time to finally you know jump into it. Um, yeah, it's a it, it it's a great program to filter all your people through, and that's what you need to think of it as as a filter, right? Um, you still need a recruiting report. You need to understand where they're coming from in terms of your sources. So, what we're doing is within the wise hire process, we have a custom web form that we put together that uh, asks them basically, "Hey, how did you hear about us?" And that'll kind of give us our source. It's not hundred percent accurate, you know. Um, that's the nice thing about controlling the application per job site is you know exactly where they're coming from mm-hmm. versus going through wise hire now now wise hire is not always going to be able to tell you where they're coming from they just know that they came to wise hire so that that is one of the downsides of it but it's worth the upside of filtering everybody through that process yeah i think i think we're gonna um by the time this airs sarah i'm making the commitment to you when you hear this we'll have already made that um oh whoops I don't know what just happened. My my screen went away. Um, but so yeah, I'm I'm super glad that you mentioned that. And you know, we use Indeed and ZipRecruiter and all of those. So mm-hmm. knowing that they can, you know, call all funnel into that is incredibly helpful. Yeah. Um and they all uh WiseHire will post to the free versions of those listings. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And then uh if you want to, you can go in and and sponsor individually on those sites, but always link it back to WiseHire. Okay. Yeah, no, that that is incredibly helpful. And hopefully that helps some people on here because I know a lot of my clients, um, I have a lot of clients that have sales teams because, you know, we do employee mm-hmm. benefits and yeah. a lot of people that we work with are, yeah, we have, you know, machine shops and things like that. But a lot of those places still have outside sales, you know, that they have mm-hmm. to go and, um, you know, I'm hearing Recruit. it from every industry that people are having a hard time hiring right now. So, and I know yeah. that you're not, which is why I was super excited, um, you know, to, to have you on because mm-hmm. I think a lot of it is mindset thing. Cause I'm super guilty of nobody wants to work or there's nobody good. Obviously there are. Yeah. Absolutely. Of, you know, like you said, finding the right people and it's easy right now to, and I'm not saying we take everybody because we don't, I have yeah. somebody from yesterday that I'm like, yeah, I'm not actually going to reach back out. Cause that was weird. Um, right. <laughs> that happens sometimes. Yeah. I've been guilty of the, the desperation where it's like, crap, we got to have people. Um, and I think I'm, I'm actually, I'm positive it was one of your episodes that I listened to today or yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, but that someone talked about, I don't know if it was you or one of your guests, that someone talked about the, you know, tying it back into them understanding why they're doing it, that it's not all about the money, that they're, you know, helping people with whatever it is. Right. Um, and that, that is really big because for me, I have a why. I've filed death claims. I've filed cancer claims. My new people mm-hmm. have it. They're, yeah. they're hearing it from my stories. And I, I hope that they, you know, very rarely have to do that. But unfortunately in our, in our business, that's where the, you know, my drive comes from is mm-hmm. you know, helping people in that situation. So whoever it was that said that I really, really enjoy it. And tell Ryan 
Um, I loved his episode when you were out of town, when he like pulled the little nuggets from past episodes. Really? Yeah. He's, he's actually standing right next to me. He's going to love that. Yeah. That was, it was, it was a great episode because it was like all the nuggets. So, Mm -hmm. and you know, when it comes down to, you know, your why and culture, you did something and this is something I want to talk about because I think you need to make this public and available in the stores, but you created an energy drink for yourself (laughs) team specifically for you. That is the coolest thing I've ever heard of. Well, yeah. The second coolest is your podcast trailer, but yeah, you know, how did you come up with the idea of the energy drink? And for anybody uh-huh. listening, it is literally the best energy drink I've ever tasted. I was so <laughs> jacked up at MDM on those things. Uh-huh. Every time I awesome. Them, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. Thank you for that. So uh, I was actually at a uh, flying Friday and uh, another, you know, I was just talking to, I was just talking to um, an apex ex- executive and he was like, oh yeah, you know, Dennis, he does the custom energy drinks. And I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? He does custom energy drinks. And so I started thinking about how I could utilize them for my business, which I do with so many other uh, Apex executives. I, I probably do business with, you know, 12 to 15 Apex people, right? And um, yeah, and and it had been a problem in the past. Like I'm seeing all these guys come in with monsters and, you know, um, uh, Red Bulls and uh, what's that other one? The rock stars. And uh, I'm just thinking about all the artificial ingredients in those things and and how terrible they are for them. And then and then I was I was thinking about uh, Vivint. They've inspired a lot of the swag that we have, right? They have their own tennis shoes, they have their own jackets, hoodies, hats. They just swag their guys out. And I was like, how can we differentiate ourselves in the marketplace of solar sales teams, right? And so um, I was just thinking, like these guys drink energy drinks every day. They have them in their hands all the time. Let me get them a custom energy drink that is Argenta energy, like Argenta Solar. And, uh, you know, as far as graphics and everything and everything around it, I want it to be all natural. And uh, I started talking to Dennis, which is, uh, he's a chemist. You know, he does work for like Coca-Cola and Powerade and all these big companies and everything. And he holds all these uh, royalties and stuff. And uh, he was like, I can, I can put some natural things in there that will like reduce inflammation because you guys are out in the field all day. They knock doors, right? Yeah, absolutely. That'd be great. I can also put some uh, properties in there that uh, uh, promote um, hydration. So whenever they drink water, they retain the water, right? Awesome. And then the last one, uh, and I always forget the name of the root, but it is a certain root that kind of mimics Adderall. You know, it's not as intense, you know, as Adderall is, right? But it, it helps them focus, basically. Is it the so nootropics thing? Yeah, it's it, it's like a nootropics thing, right? And so it's it's focus, it's anti-inflammation, and it's uh, re- retaining uh, hydration, right? And I was like, that's perfect. You know, let's do that. And he's like, what do you want it to taste like? And I'm like, well, I'm going to be a little selfish here. My favorite monster energy drink is the gold one, the pineapple. You know, so we went with pineapple. And he was like, look, if you're not going to have artificial ingredients, you got to have sugar. You know, I'm like, okay, like, um, I'm, I'm fine with that. You know, everybody gets too hung up on these zero calorie energy drinks. And it's like, then you go eat a double cheeseburger, you know, saying and fries, you know, and it's like, why do you need a zero calorie energy (laughs) drink? So we ended up around 45 calories. I didn't want it to be too sweet, not overly sweet. I wanted a lot of carbonation because that's my favorite thing. When you open the energy drink, get that first drink and it, the bubbles down your throat, you know what I mean? And so um, I kind of just said, I'm not going to try and like satisfy everybody else here. I'm just going to, I'm just going to order what I like because I'm spending the money and it's free for my guys. You know what I'm saying? 
And so um, I ended up doing that. And then I, I was super nervous when I picked him up and I was headed to MDM because I was like, what if people don't have the same taste buds I do? Or what if they don't like them? You know, we're giving them away for free and then they don't even want them. Can you imagine like the horror? And, and sure enough, after the first day, it was like, everybody was asking about them. They were blowing up on social media and it, it was just this great uh, marketing campaign. So first it was for my salespeople. Um, second, it, it created um, authority, you know what I mean? Because it got my name out there to everybody. Everybody knew who I was. I was the energy drink guy. You know what I'm saying? I had that picture sitting in the middle of all the pallets of energy drinks. I love that picture. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and then um, one of the things we did too, is we put a QR code on the back of the drink and that QR code uh, takes you to a, a custom solar quote website. And what the reason we did that was because, okay, yeah, we're at MDM. We can hand these out and we can get a few solar leads from it, which we did. And we closed some, which was great. Paid for the whole thing. Right. Uh, but also whenever our, whenever our customers sign up with us and they get installed, we could drop off two cases of this energy drink. So every one of our customers gets two cases of the energy drinks and they love them. They go crazy over them. And um, we, we have customers that will stop by our office just to pick up another case. <laughs> That's awesome. And so, uh, and so what do they do? They hand them out to their friends and family. You know, they put them in the fridge and they start handing them out to their friends and family and stuff. And then they tell them, hey, my the solar company that came in and installed solar at our house has their own energy drink. Check it out. They taste it. They look on the back. There's a QR code, custom solar quote. So now we're getting leads from that as well. So it's, it's kind of like three tiered, you know. You know, the funny thing is, is I, so I was off caffeine for years. Um, mm -hmm. My husband and I both, I got off it way before he did. Um, and I mean, I, but I was at like four to six monsters a day. Like my doctor at the time was like, your heart might explode. You should probably stop. So I just quit cold turkey. Well, then not long before MDM, I, I ordered a case or a package of Chase's Hustle Coffee because. Oh yeah, I have that too. Well, you know, I'm like, I, I was his first subscriber, like subscription box that did that. And I'm looking at nice. it. it came in. Um, so that got me back on caffeine and that was not long before MDM. And then we, I heard somebody talking about it. Like the first thing MDM, we had forgotten to, I don't know what we forgot, but anyway, Dean was like, oh, I would love an energy drink. And then somebody said something and I looked up and we went up there and they were absolutely mm -hmm. amazing. And I have a picture that I'll have to find and send it to you. Cause it is funny. It's of Chase in his hustle coffee gear with one uh -huh. of your energy drinks. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, but yeah, that was the whole deal. Like they, they tried to kick us out basically because, you know, they were like, oh, we have a contract with Coca-Cola. So we were at the, uh, how, do you remember what it was called? The center that we were at? The Comerica? In, in, yeah, Comerica Center. Like we have a contract with Coke. We can't offer any other kind of drinks. And I'm like, we're not selling it. We're giving it away. They're like, it doesn't matter. You're taking away from our drink sales. And I'm like, but you guys don't have an energy drink at any of your booths, you know what I'm saying? So the first day uh, I messaged uh, Tyler and Ryan and Ryan was just like, screw it, just keep giving them out. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> he was just like, you know, we, we're entrepreneurs, we break rules, whatever. And so then the next day they, they like threatened us legally and to call the cops and all this stuff. So we were like, okay, it's not worth it. And they ended up setting us up across the street at the Rough Rider ballpark because they were having Dave, David Goggins there that night. And that just like the whole drama of that, I posted it and I told the story and everything and it just blew it up even more. And everybody was like, free Argenta energy, you know, like we need more <laughs> Argenta energy drinks. It was, it was awesome. It 
was a great guerrilla marketing campaign that that worked out really well. And and the whole deal was is and this should be in your company culture too is that you're coming like you said you're coming from a place of value you're coming from a place of purpose a place of why and so all we wanted to do was give these things away you know give somebody a a natural energy drink during a conference in which we all need caffeine because we're talking to people we're absorbing this amazing information our brains are working in overdrive like for eight hours straight and we are exhausted by like 10 a.m you know so we need to pick me up and these are perfect too, because they're, they're only a uh, hundred milligrams of caffeine, you know? And so it's not too much, you know, and then you don't crash on them because of the natural ingredients as well. So, uh, it, it, it worked out really well. Yeah. And they, th- seriously, the pineapple flavor, absolutely amazing. And yeah, the, the next one I'm going to do is peach. Ooh, Cause that's... those new monster peaches that just came out, uh, are amazing too. So now I'm going to, uh, kind of ride that peach wave. I, I love that. Now I've got to go try one, dang it. But <laughs> well, I know that you are super busy. You have a million things going on. Um, so I won't keep you um, too much longer, but I, I will drop where to find you um, in, the, okay. in the description. But if you want to tell people where, where's the best place to find you. Yeah, it's uh, txbizdad.com. And uh, that's my website. It has all my social media links, has a link to my podcast on there, as well as uh, you can... Uh, download the the v card it's always funny saying that right you download my v card <laughs> or uh any other contact info it's all on there okay and what states do you i mean as far as like the sale you're building sales team you're consulting you can probably mm-hmm. do that nationwide right yeah uh so so for the most part it's it's virtual i do have some packages where i come in and do sales training for your team in person as well um but for the most part it, it can be virtual it's more about building the sales program program than doing the actual sales training. I love doing sales training. It's a lot of fun for me, but I know I make a lot more impact when I build a sales program for somebody. Okay. And as far as solar or what states do you guys do solar? And I know you have different cities, but. Yeah, we're, we're in 26 states right now that we're able to install in, but that's through an install network, right? Um, the, the main places that we focus is South Texas. So if you're, if you're in South Texas or even, even Dallas as well, uh, if you're in Texas, then that's our backyard. Perfect. Well, I appreciate you so much. And I was, like I said, I was so excited whenever I heard that podcast this morning. Cause I'm like, I know if I need to hear this, there's more people that need to hear it. So no, I appreciate um, it. Thank you so much. Thank you again. Keep it up. And I want to have you on again so we can talk about the other list of things I wanted to talk about, but that one took precedence right now because it's incredibly important. <laughs> so absolutely. Thank you again. And I appreciate it. All right. Have a great day. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of All About the Benefits. Be sure to appreciate it. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show. This way you'll get notifications as new episodes become available. Until next time, friends. 